Good morning. Hope you're well. If it looks like I'm bobbing up and down, it's because I am. Doing work on this bike, which I wasn't sure whether to get initially, but actually it solved something for me, which I'm going to go over in a second. And that is that I would, I'm most productive in the morning, but I also am, that's the best time I, I exercise in. I'm more likely to get it done. And it makes things a lot easier to do when I can get something else done. I love being productive. So if I can get go do some emails, do some writing, do some blogging, do some audioing, um, whilst I'm cycling, that ticks the box of being able to get my exercise in whilst doing something else productive. Because, let's face it, I don't enjoy um, going for a jog. It's not that I don't enjoy it, I just don't have... I need something else attached to it to make it more convenient and more almost productive. A bit like a walk and talk, right? I'm going to ring my parents, ring my friend, ring my whatever, whilst I go for a walk. That's a great thing to do. Now, to help you do this, morning Caroline, I am going to go through a method called the WHOOP method to help you do this, okay? To help you stick to something. And, and if you're struggling to just get started, think about what to do today overcome ob obstacles that you're perceiving to be bigger than they actually are, this could help. So WHOOP stands for Wush Outcome Obstacle Plan. Now, you might be thinking, oh, I've done plans before. Da -da -da. This is pretty much as specific and easy as it gets, and also very much backed by evidence of psychologists, weight loss plans, achieving something that you maybe didn't know you could do. So we're going to go for it. Number one. So grab a pen and paper. This is super quick, super easy. So number one is your wish. So keep it simple and just write down if you could achieve anything in 30 days, whether that's with your fitness, fat loss, craving, snacking, how often you drink, whatever it is, then just write it down if you could achieve anything in 30 days. And that's just to get the creative part of your brain getting a bit excited because we often go straight to the other part, which goes, you failed before, you can't do that, da-da-da, da-da-da. And we go into this negative spiral already and we ju we're just defeated before we even start. So next one, we're on to the outcome. And this is about putting an actual story attached to what we want to achieve. So if you just, if you have in your head that you need to lose weight, doesn't really mean anything and when and when you and we blame ourselves for having that you know little biscuit there crisps there oh I had that again why did I do that but let's face it that gives us instant gratification and if that's competing in your brain against lose weight it's just not much motivation in that there's just not much that we can really attach to it that will get our creative juices like our excitement going so the outcome is about attaching it to what happens in 30 days if you actually achieve that Imagine if you are drinking two nights instead of four, what would happen? What would you wear? What, how would you be? How would you sleep? How would your cravings be? Really get excited. Would you be fitter? What would happen if you exercised every day for 10 minutes or whatever was, it's got to be personal to you. What would be different? How would you, what would you say yes to? Morning, Jane. What would you say yes to that you wouldn't now? So 
that's number two. Number three is the obstacle. And this is really, really important. This does get the other side of your brain switching on, but it gets you thinking more logically about it because often we're like, yeah, but I have meals out. The husband comes in and, you know, brings the snacks in. Then it's like, pours a glass of wine for me, etc. What's the biggest obstacle that you face? And it might be that you, you eat in the evening. Let's say my biggest obstacle is I eat and drink in the evening. Okay, so there's, there's a few areas we can go with this. Is number one, we could look at, okay, you eat, drink in the evening. Morning, Sue. You eat, drink in the evening. How often do you do it? Every night. Okay, so could you say one night that we're going to make a rule of dinner and done? That after dinner, just to prove to yourself, you're going to have dinner and that's it. Just one night, just to prove to yourself to do it. And, it, and people say, you know, that's a bit too easy. Often they guess that's not dramatic enough. And I would go as far as saying that's a good place to start. Now, if you're thinking, I sometimes do that anyway, I don't really want to do that. So then you've got to consider what causes the cravings. Is it actually maybe tiredness? Stress, because a lot, let's face it, a lot of cravings will come from tiredness, stress, wanting something from the food. So then it comes to, okay, I'm going to make a simple rule in that after dinner, if I, if I, before going to eat, and I would write this down so you see it, otherwise you're just going to your automatic trigger, action, result. Write it down, just write down five deep breaths. Then I'll give myself permission to eat. Then you've got a little stop gap. You're going to take deep, five deep breaths in. Five times. I'm struggling to breathe because I'm on an exercise bike. Um, then make, give yourself permission because also cravings will come from probably restricting yourself too much. So it might be that another obstacle I, I don't want to deprive myself of. Okay, so let's say you don't want to deprive yourself of. A few things to consider here. Number one. Consider by having it, what are you depriving yourself of? For example, if I drink every night, there's no way I could get up at 5am and do the things I have to do before the kids get up and then spend a bit more time with the kids. There's just no way I could do it. So that I'm essentially depriving myself of that. Then I'll be a bit stressed, almost like not as present. And so my point is here, we often think about the costs of doing it or not doing it, but we forget about the costs of actually doing it. There are costs of doing it, not just costs of not doing it. So at the time, yeah, maybe not having a glass of wine is a bit like, oh, it's a bit rubbish, but when you weigh it up, okay, what's the benefits, what's the drawbacks? That might be enough to just get one day. That, and especially if you say you want to do this, as if you want to do this, especially if maybe, you know, your other half comes in with food or drink and you just think, right, keep them six feet away. That might be another rule. Right, I'm gonna keep them six feet away Five deep breaths. If I want some, I have some. If not, so you'd have to be rude and say, don't bring them in. Da, da, da. You could just say, right, yeah, just leave them on the table. If you don't eat them, then you don't eat them. Give yourself permission to. And then there's another aspect of calories. So let's face it. No food is necessarily bad. It's your overall calories that's king. So it could be that you just fit it into your day. And all of a sudden your cravings go away. Because rather than going, don't eat, 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 now I've eaten it, now I'm rubbish, da-da-da, just fit it into your day a bit. And I know some of the ladies use fasting and stuff like that to help with that. I'm not saying you have to do that. It might be just that you eat higher protein, 
lots of veg throughout the day. You save a bit of caloric space in the evening, so you have more to play with in the evening. That gives you that flexibility. All of a sudden, it's part of your plan. It's in the plan rather than off the plan. Da, da, da. No, you know. So that was a big one on obstacles. And that's because once you get the obstacles done, that is pretty much your plan. Because let's face it, we can go into all the ins and outs of low fat, high carb, da, 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 da. But really, if we overcome the obstacle, we're pretty much 90% of the way there. Whether that's snacking, cravings, motivation to exercise. So for example, for me, like I said, motivation to get my exercise in. Let's face it, I wouldn't have done, how many, how long have I done? Let's have a look. 35 minutes. So I've done 35 minutes of cycling, albeit quite slow. Morning, Gillian. Albeit quite slow, but I've also got loads of work done. And I'd, there's no way I'd have done that without this bike here. So I'd have been sat there on my bum. And it's, it's funny, I feel so much better for doing it, like in terms of my energy levels and, and just from doing that. So the P of the WHOOP stands for plan. So I'll, I'll give you an example, like we've just kind of discussed, but if I put it into a, some writing for you. So let's, get, let's say cravings, I have lots of cravings. So most of us crave stuff when we can't have them, you know, if you go on, the moment you go on a keto, low-carb diet, <laughs> often, what do we want? I want carbs. However, there's one aspect there, you might not be for you, or you might just ride it out for a bit, but cravings will often come, like I said, from feeling tired, stress. So for most people, if you're not sleeping well, and you're cutting everything out, that's going to be an issue, and you can't really blame yourself for that. So it might be that, one, you need to address your expectations for this time of your life, but you've got to think about also external, internal obstacles that are coming up with that. What you could do instead is fit them into your, so number one, like I said, fit it into your, into your diet. So if you're craving X, you're going to have that. So it might be that rather than go on a keto low carb diet, I will have carbs at one meal a day. That gives me permission to have them. And all of a sudden I don't crave them as much. I will have my beloved jacket potato that's apparently going to make me really fat and unhealthy at 12 p.m. Whatever it is. If it's tiredness, you're going to meditate before bed. I'm going to make sure I have a bath before bed. I turn off my emails or whatever at nine o'clock. If I get up in the middle of the night and I'm stressing to go back to sleep, I'm just going to meditate, not try and get back to sleep. I'm just going to meditate and, and just have a rest, have some time for me, not put pressure on myself to go, you have to sleep, you have to sleep. Because if you do struggle with sleep, I'd really recommend you follow Nick Littlehales. He's a sleep coach. He's worked with like Real Madrid, Manchester United, loads of athletes. Because obviously if you think about sleep in terms of stress, tiredness, our ability to make decisions based on where we want to be long term, really key, key thing. And sometimes it's not about knowledge, it's about doing. You can get a better night's sleep. That's so, so, so key. And morning, Jill. What I love about his approach is he talks about four hour blocks. So, um... There's no pressure to be in bed for like eight hours. And I know this isn't suitable for everyone's lifestyle, but it does encourage the form of like blocks of sleep. So, you know, if you do have a bit of a poor night's sleep, you know, don't beat yourself up for having a nap later. We did a, I did a podcast with a researcher from Oxford Brooks who researches sleep. And she even said on that, I can, if anyone wants that podcast, by the way, I can post it. Do let me know. She even said in that, that, when you look at animals that are very similar to us in terms of how they sleep, if they get disturbed one night, they'll make up for it. Yet we're often like, oh, soldier on. You know, come on, just be strong. Get on with it. Don't be lazy. Da -da -da. All these words. And 
you know, for like men, it's like man up, like, you know, but actually how you feel is exactly how you're supposed to feel at that time. If you feel tired, then you're meant to feel tired. And it's up to us how we respond. We can soldier on with number four coffees and try and hope that another biscuit will give us energy or we can listen to our body and probably take a bit of time out, maybe even nap, meditate, do something for us. And actually, although it seems like you haven't got time for it, I guarantee you're more productive for it. Anyway, that was a tangent on the whoop method. I hope that helps. I'm off to sort the babies out because I can hear them causing mayhem. And we shall go from there. Happy Sunday. Any questions, as always, let me know. We have our 28-day kickstart starting from tomorrow. In person, from home, devices, Marlborough, outside, inside, starting from the 10th as well. So we have lots of options, although this weather's lovely. So we are keeping outside as well. So you can make it as personal as you want, come to the sessions, or as convenient as you want, do it at home in 10 minutes. Done. Speaking of convenience, how much have I done now? Let's have a look. Now I'm 40 minutes. I'm happy with that. So take care. Have a great Sunday and speak soon.